This is Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Welcome to episode 38 of Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. We just talked for 10 minutes and I didn't hit the record button. So you are going to hear everything over again much faster, much quicker because we don't want to spend... <laughs> I apologize, Ellie. I just looked down. I'm like, oh, this it's is going okay. great. I didn't notice either. So recap what we talked about the seven minutes to eight minutes that you were not going to hear because it was actually never recording i just got back from traveling around um i'm fighting a cold we're here we're doing the thing i've been very busy ellie i've last saw ellie seven days ago eight days ago she's calling leads she's making some contacts on some old leads which i'm very happy about because she's being consistent and she's taking action uh me and ellie have a plan for ellie to dominate uh, the world dominate the world and then I just talked about how I'm going to beat Matt Craig in golf, which is going to be tomorrow. We just went through this long spiel about how you're not going to hear it tomorrow because tonight's Friday and Jordan won't have it up before tomorrow morning and nobody will listen to this before tomorrow morning. So long story short, you're going to listen to this next week um, and you're going to look back on Saturday, which is tomorrow technically, but listening to this will be in the past. Stay with me, folks. And I'm going to beat Matt Craig in the For the Kids Charity Golf Classic, um, which right now, to be honest, so long, if you guys have not heard this, Matt Craig, friend of mine, um, is going to be a foe tomorrow, and we are raising money for children's charity, and we're playing a match play golf tournament at the Barracks. Matt is playing with all 14 clubs, which is a regulation bag. Um, I'm playing with three, and we're trying to make it kind of fun, and we're going to be filming it. we got a couple guys commentating. We each have caddies. My caddy has a dope outfit. Well, uh, Who's what? your caddy? Meg. Oh, awesome. It'll be crazy. And then Forrest is catting for Matt. It's awesome. be fun. It's be I'm really excited. Fun. So we're having this fun event. Um, and right now, this is without anybody paying any money tomorrow because suggested donations, $10 for money that goes. Obviously, nobody's obligated to pay, but suggested donation. We right now, I think, have raised six to $700, which is insane. So I'm hoping that we can get over the $1,000 plateau tomorrow. And this is literally uh, on a whim. Two guys like just coming up with this a like, week and a half ago or two weeks uh, ago. <laughs> less than two weeks ago, yeah. we came up with this and we're like, all right, we're just gonna play and we're gonna make it happen and really no prep time. So I think we're gonna make this a yearly fundraiser and I think we're gonna have a blast doing it. So, um, but long story short, I I beat Matt. Congratulations on winning money. Went to the JCEO again. You're hearing this in the past, future of the past, but whatever. So I beat Matt or Will and did and dominated and Ellie hit him with a pie with rotten egg meringue and hot sauce on top in Matt's face cuz Matt lost. We we'll, recapped it. Look look we'll, back on we'll Facebook. We'll discuss the pie part. <laughs> look, look back on look back on Facebook and see and see it all documented. So, um that is it. So that was the last 7 minutes. It's funny how I just took the last 7 minutes and took me 3 minutes to quickly explain the last 7. Sorry folks. Okay, Ellie, what's your topic? <laughs> My topic is um Buying versus renting. Please expand. The floor is yours now, Ellie. Go ahead. Um, you know what's actually funny? The audio version, this the video version is actually recording. So what we said is an audio approved, but we can still put it on the whole video. So if you guys actually want to go see the first seven minutes, it's just kind of a repeat. You can watch the video. Did you turn that on? That was on. I know that was on. I saw the red <laughs> okay. button. This wasn't on. I should okay. have saw that red thing. Look at how look at how blatant that is, like in front yeah. of it. It's like a red dot with red writing, almost like you know, like a legit recording studio. 
Yeah. And that wasn't there. Nope. And I didn't the light, notice it either, the, though. And the recording light button wasn't on. Very good. Well done, Galen. So, Ellie, topic. Go ahead. Um, at least we didn't do the whole thing. Imagine that. Realized. I caught it seven Thanks. minutes in. We're good. Um. So owning versus renting. There are pros and cons to both. Um, renting is not always a bad idea depending on where you are in life. Um, I, I would say cost-wise, it's not always a, a tremendous difference um, because you're going to ultimately end up paying for your landlord's mortgage in taxes and insurance and whatnot, um, depending on what, where you're renting and what you're renting, obviously. But if you're renting, um, I mean, my two bedroom, two bath apartment was pretty close to my three bedroom, two bath, um, mortgage. And, um, so I guess cost wise, I wouldn't say there's a huge difference. Again, it depends on, on where you are. Um, but as far as big expenses go, renting is certainly cheaper. Um, if the roof needs to be replaced. You're not paying for that as a renter. If really any kind of damages happen, that's unless, unless damages happen to your belongings, in which case have renter's insurance, uh, friendly little Ted bit. But, um, those are the, I guess the, the pros to renting. You don't have to deal with maintenance on your own. If the window breaks, if the roof is leaking, if your toilet floods, um, you're calling your landlord. You're not paying for a plumber or an electrician or a contractor to come in and take care of it. And that can be a pretty significant roadblock for people who are looking to buy, um, just being able to have that and, and the upfront cost of buying. But the pros of owning your own place are, um, you don't have to deal with a crappy landlord. If the roof is leaking, you can fix it. You don't have to wait on someone else to fix it. Um, you can paint the walls, whatever color you want to paint them. And you know, it's your property. You don't have to worry about being evicted. Um, just because the landlord's selling the property or, or whatever reasons you can do really whatever you want with it. That's yeah. I think, I think if somebody's renting the, the ideal renters or people that should be renting are people that do not plan to be in a spot long term. Mm-hmm. And if you're only going to be in a location for maybe one to three years, I probably wouldn't buy. I would just rent because I don't think you're gonna make your money back that quickly by buying and trying to sell. I would just rent. Or you're somebody that does not want to do maintenance, meaning, and there's some people that are just like, hey, I know I'm not getting equity. I'm throwing 100% of my payment out each month to somebody else. None of it's going back and being reinvested into like, from like an equity uh, point. Yeah. Um, you cannot benefit from appreciation and the value of the property, mm-hmm. but they understand that and they would rather not have to deal with anything. So if they don't want to mow the lawn, if there's a fix, they don't want to fix it. If there's damage to the outside of the house, they don't want to fix it. But the, the obviously the negative of that is you do not get the appreciation and value and you don't get the, the monthly buildup in equity. So re- buying a home is a long-term investment. So if you're buying a house, you know, the value of the property is going to go up. Like over the long term, you will wait you will make more money slash save more money. For the short term, it's better to rent in mm-hmm. the sense of if you know you're not staying in an area for a long time, or you're someone that's older that's like, hey, listen, I just don't want to deal with maintenance anymore. I'll pay my rent. Yep. You know, I want to just not really have any. I don't want to be tied down where I can get out of it within a month or or whenever my lease ends. So there's pros and cons to both depending on what you want to do. To me, if you're you know established in an area and you want to stay in an area long term. I would buy because you know the long-term payoff is going to be there and it's going to make way more sense to purchase. You'll be paying your mortgage instead of your landlord's. Yeah, and and turn around 10, 20, 30 years. Values, I mean, I don't know the last time homes really went down over the long term. Most homes, if you go through history, I mean, I take it 30 years ago, we've gone up and down in the economy 
But ask any of your parents what they bought their home for back in the 70s and 80s. They're probably double, triple, 4X what they bought it for back then Mm -hmm. because they put improvements in and just with the natural appreciation of the market over 30 plus years, they, you know, they're going to be able to make a lot more money back on their house. And that's when it's nice when all of a sudden it's like, hey, their house has paid off 10 years into it and they spent the last 20 years not having a mortgage payment, living, basically paying their taxes and living for free. Um, You know, so there's definitely pros and cons just kind of figure out where you guys are at in the process and kind of where you are in life stage um my topic was this past week i had the opportunity to join um brokers around the country um in canada at a kind of a very small group of like a little mastermind group and i was asked to go to it which was um an honor in itself because i mean some of these guys are real ballers i mean they're not like they have they've been in the uh they've been in the industry 20 30 one guy was in 20 25 there's a guy in for over 30 there's a guy been in for 40 years i mean i was the youngest person by 10 years and great group of people extremely knowledgeable the benefit i got out of it is i could sit in a room with seven other people that have had years and years and years of experience. I mean, there's probably 150 plus years of real estate experience in that room. And I had full access to ask them anything and write down anything and share my experiences. And the thing was, I I take it for granted, but um, it's kind of cool when I actually do, I I understand the industry very well. Uh, There's certain things that I still need to work on, and that was my questions and stuff I asked them, but hopefully that's going to allow me to be better and bring it to our company and make our company better and give you information and stuff I learned. But there's a lot of stuff I do know better than a lot of agents, even that have been in the business for 20, 30, 40 years. So I felt that I brought just as much to the table as they they brought to me. That pierced right through my ear, Ellie. (laughs) Ellie's alarm went off. that was an, that's an aggressive alarm, Ellie. Um, no, so, so I don't forget things. So, um, but it was cool in the sense that it was a very good give and take. But what I got out of it is, and I'm very big on finding mentors. So this mm-hmm. is kind of a cool way. And I, and each each month I meet with people each month that are older that have been in my position. Now it's a little tough around here because there's a there's a. There's not many agents around here. There's 130. I mean, there is a lot of agents for our population, but in the grand scheme of things, there's there's not many people I can go and I can have conversations outside of our office about business because most agents and brokers, I don't really care. Yeah. But a lot of brokers will not have open conversations with you about anything because they think you're like taking some of their pie or share of the pie kind of thing. And whatever. I mean, it's a mindset thing, but my thing is you go, okay, so now I'm with other agents that are in different parts of the country that are like, here, this is what I'm doing. Here's the new thing. Because we're behind the times. A lot of these guys are from big cities. And they're like, hey, this is stuff that we're doing in the city. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, we can implement that. It will be a little taboo in our area for a little bit. But eventually trends catch up and we'll be on the forefront. And I'm getting all this knowledge, which is really cool. But for me, it's like, you know, for being nine years in real estate, and I've put a lot of hours into this, and I feel that I'm really fine-tuning what I know. But here I get to now piggyback off of people that have had many, many, many more years and all have strengths in different categories and all and a lot of it is where they run businesses. Like they're all brokers. They run companies. They, you know, we're literally sitting there looking at guys P and L's and some of these guys are making, you know, their budget is astronomical compared to anything anybody around here would do. It's just because of the volume they can do. I mean one guy there is his company sold a thousand homes this year. 
Like that's insane. A thousand homes is insane. I mean, they're like over. I think it was like over two hundred million dollars in business in Holy one year, cow. which is in again insane. And like here I am, like I'm able to talk to these people in a two day setting in a room, like just sitting there, like literally pencil and paper, and just shooting the shit basically and going over stuff. And um, for me, I kind of look at that as it. You got to find. We always go back to this. Like people that are new into the business, find a mentor, and as you get more experience and you become better your mentors change Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like um and your mentors expand so like when i started out like my mentor when i started was my dad and my dad's been great and but what happens as you you get going and i find that i've gotten better it's kind of like anything else like you know tiger woods still has a golf coach you know and you know professional athletes still have coaches and it's like why do they have coaches like do these people need coaches? They're really good. Well, they do. They they need the latest. They need just a little. I mean, they're they're trying to f- like get the next half a percent or next quarter of a percent better because mm-hmm. that's how strong it is. So as I've been able to, the adaptation of learning when you first start off with something, you adapt very quickly. It's kind of like in, I think me and John talked about this in the podcast. Like when you start lifting weights, like you adapt to lifting weights very fast because your body has not done anything. So the the level is great. So the first year you lift, you're setting PRs all day long. But every time you go in the gym, it seems like you're lifting more and more weight. Well, then what happens? Two, three, four years in it, very rarely do you ever get a PR on a lift because your body's adapted. So that just getting an extra five pounds in a lift takes you way more effort than it was to get a hundred pounds in your lift when you first started. And that's the same thing in real estate. You learn a lot very fast. Like the first couple of years, you're just like a sponge because one little tip can make you go from here to here. Well, when you've been in it for a decade, that now one little tip might get you from here to here, but that makes such a difference. So I'm literally at the point now where what's that What's that one little thing that I can get that's going to just improve a little aspect? And there's one thing that I find I really struggle with in our business and I know it's it's like a chink in my armor kind of thing. Like it's 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 a weakness of mine. And of course, I'm always looking at how can I limit every single weakness or eliminate every weakness I have. And there's some things I think I'm really good at, but there's a couple things that I know I'm not good at and I struggle at. So me, it's like how can I attack that weakness? And I, that's what I did this weekend. Like they go like, what's your biggest problem? Boom, this is it. And I have seven guys saying boom, 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 boom. Like and I'm like. Cool. That's awesome. Like ding, 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 ding. That's what I talked about. That's my my notebook that we're gonna yeah. go over soon. Um, but so the biggest thing is find a mentor and learn from them. And if you're new into real estate, shadow somebody. Get your broker. Get another agent that's been doing it for a while, and watch what they do. Follow them around day by day. Ask questions. You know, um, you know, bring items to the table. Or like, hey, what do you think I should do here? What do you think's one little thing I should try? Like, kind of that that thing that popped into my head. You know, that was something I'm like, I could do it, but I'm like, I think this is better for Ellie. Like, I think this is an opportunity you could really run with because you're going to be able to put more time into it. And I think it's going to have, a, it's going to give you a bigger payoff than it would give me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think your effort put in is going to pay dividends where I won't be able to put as much time and effort into it. So I don't think I'll get as much of a return where yeah. you are like, actually, I can put more of an investment in and get much bigger return. Um, but it's like little things like that. Cause I know like, I right now will be your mentor. Hopefully you get really good. Hopefully I'm, I'm always better and you can like in the sense of I me and I'm always at a step pace where you can still learn from me. But there's a point in time you'd be like, listen, Gail, I need, I'm going to branch out a little bit and try to learn from other people. It might not be a lot of the mentors I meet with each month are not in real estate. They're just yeah. people that I have a lot of respect for. 
And it might just be a simple 30 minute, 40 minute coffee once a month, but I get to pick their brain on stuff. And it might be business, might be mindset stuff, might be leadership stuff, might be managing, might be it, all these different things might just be budgeting. Like a lot of things people don't think of and it's, it's kind of cool, but I seek those people out because I know the quickest way to get better is to learn from somebody that's already done it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, um, so that was my big takeaway from this past weekend. I was, it was an honor to be asked, um, and I think I've pretty much been invited into the club. So I think this will be kind of a, you know, a few times a year I'll be able to meet with these people. And awesome. um, yeah, so I'm excited. So that's it. I talked a lot about that, but find a mentor in anything. It doesn't have to be real estate. If you're getting into any, if you're becoming a nurse, follow the nurse around. If you're getting into teaching, find a teacher that's been doing it for 20, 30 years and pick their brain. They've been there. They've made the mistakes. They'll save you time. They'll save you money. They'll save you a lot of like headache and heartache like just let them teach show you the ways and trust them so that's it that's my spiel for today ellie anything else nope okay you're gonna enjoy the weekend yes and uh again you guys are listening to this in the, in the future. future i have beat matt craig i have actually completely annihilated embarrassed matt craig cried Let's just say that. Matt Craig cried because I beat him so bad. And if none of that happens, next week on the show, Galen will eat his shorts with a fork and knife. Can't wait to donate all that money to the <laughs> JCEO, which is the team I'm playing for. Hashtag Team GT. All right. All right. That's episode 38. Um, if you guys see Matt Craig, um, say your story for how bad I beat him. <laughs>